It's got to go non-NPR. Right? Non-NPR voice. How am I going to do this? What's my voice going to be? Let's do three takes real quick. Five. <clears throat> four. No, no, I don't need you to count me in. Two what? Hello, everybody. This is my NPR voice. We're not going to record the podcast with this voice. What's going on? No, <laughs> hey, guys. Scott how are you Robin? doing? What's up, guys? What's our, what's our hello phrase? Is hey, guys. Uh, you always just what's up, everybody. Know, but everybody does that. Yeah, I know. I know. How are you doing, fellas? Welcome to the YB. I, I like the welcome. Welcome no, to the YB. Because then I think about uh, to the TOVG. YB. Hello and welcome to the TOVG Games. <laughs> uh, what's up, everybody? Welcome to YB Gamescast, episode four. Uh, my name is Jordan McBride. I'm one of your hosts here with the one and only Chad Flowers. Hello. And I guess Michael McAnally. Howdy. Uh, Howdy. Howdy, partner. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. Right. So, Mr. Flowers, what are we talking about today? Uh, what have you guys been doing? Uh, well, uh, so first of all, just to let our listeners know, we have a new environment. Uh, we're living in a new apartment. On the inside of the um, the giraffe exhibit in the San Diego Zoo. Congratulations. I know. Um, it's, it's been a lifelong dream of mine to live amongst the animals. <laughs> it's really, like, after the draft scene in The Last of Us, like, we just had to... Unfortunately, like, had to the elephant room was booked. Um, Dang, again? So, yeah, I know. So, <laughs> Michael one of those was elephant really, shots we were looking forward to last time. Michael but, uh, was really looking forward to that, weren't you, Michael? <sighs> well, yeah. Yeah. The elephant's got huge balls. <laughs> All right. All right. There All we right. go. Was, Does Dumbo stand on the ball? I just realized the image of my head of Dumbo as him standing on a ball. I haven't watched Are you thinking Dumbo of the Luxo lamp? Because like, like, that's no, what I think of all the time. Remember when I was going to get a Pixar tattoo and then I didn't? Yeah. <laughs> I should still do that. <laughs> of what? The the Luxo Junior lamp on yeah. the ball. Just that? Like, yeah. Like, the, like cool. the lamp on the ball and like the bottom of my forearm. That was a cool idea. Why yeah. did I never do that? I was always I always had an idea of just getting sick Parvis Magna right here. Because be I always think cool. that. Or like right or like See, that'd right be awesome. Here. Yeah. You I really, really like Uncharted 4. Um, I just really like that. Greatness from small beginnings, I think. And plus Uncharted. Yeah, a very special thing to me. But you know what's funny? I took five years of Latin. Sick Parvis Magna literally means um, thus small large. <laughs> like literally thus small large. Thus it could small. just as easily be a male enhancement ad as um that. But because of the way that you read Latin, it becomes greatness from small beginnings. beginnings. Yeah. So alright, other than moving in, what have you been doing? Well, uh work. I finished work, 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 work. I'm eighty five percent of the way through my uh, worthless massage therapy uh, certification. There you go. Worthless? But, uh, I Okay, so every day is a new beginning. I can't decide if I want to be. <laughs> Shut up. Every day is a winding road. Anyway, copyright strike. I can't decide if I want to be a massage therapist or if I can't. Um, I've been working a lot of hours finally because business has picked up after the amazing boycott of a uh, said business mm-hmm. that I work for that shall remain nameless. Uh, I bought a ridiculously large TV. Spent a lot of money on it. Um, it's one of them 4K, whatchamacallits. You're using Jordan's tables to prop up. <laughs> yeah. I'm really mad about it. We have a beautiful TV and with a gorgeous display and just the absolute nasty. On two 1995 Walmart coffee tables. <laughs> yep. And so uh, Faja is working on uh, a new one, a new one. So I'm in the market for getting a, uh, a new TV stand for whenever I move in. Mm-hmm. Really excited about that. Yeah, to that house. Um, what about you, Jordan? I just want to point out first um, – with my job, I do interviews almost daily. Like I do a lot of interviews. And one of my first questions is, I start off by saying, before I you know, ask you about yourself, let me say a little bit about myself and my history with the company. Oh, 
But then I ask them about themselves, and they start to talk, and sometimes they're like, three points really quick, like to the point, you know, this, 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 here's why you should hire me. And sometimes they're like, well, finally picking up some hours, and I got to be in. They sound just like Michael, and I'm just like... <laughs> Also, don't forget that our podcast listeners think that you're a recovering alcoholic because yeah. that's what you said on the first episode. I'm drinking right now. <laughs> we, <laughs> so I just want them to know you're off the wagon. I'm not off the wagon, but I have drank considerably less. But you, you broke last, a wheel. You broke a wagon. In the last three months, last five months, I'm drinking less than I have mm-hmm. in like two years. We all haven't hung out in a while. So it's been a while. We have had you know a time with moving in and everything, and uh, we're happy to record again. But I, uh, I'm happy to see Chad Flowers. Oh, I miss Quinn. You guys. We need Quinn. He's yes, obviously not here Quinn. tonight. This so. is a Quinnless episode. I know. His his presence we miss. No one's going to talk about Resident Evil for two. I know. <laughs> Quinn. I don't what, know. We could talk about Resident Evil. What do you think about what do you want in a new Resident Evil game? All right, I've, I've now, been leading up to this. At least he answered long. the question of what on like who on earth are they making those storylines for? Clearly, it's Quinn. It's Quinn. If anyone's curious, Quinn has a new job. He uh, works at a grocery store as their baggage boy. Mm-hmm. He just turned sixteen. Oh, he's driving up. He's got his awesome. driver's license. He's got a nice non-psychotic girlfriend. That's his third one in four episodes. Oh man, so good for him. But it's, but it's not like those other you know situations where uh, just one of the. People talking just disappears, and you never hear from him again. I'm yeah. sure we'll see him at least by the next episode. Well, he's my like brother, so I'm sure he'll pop up at some point. <laughs> Maybe, pop I mean, up. or he'll go to jail for 15 years, and he won't show up. He would, he's been to jail already, so give him a break. <laughs> <laughs> or he won't. Nothing there. I didn't get any points for the Uncharted Four reference. Which one was it? You haven't even played Uncharted 4, you go to hell. Well, I tried to reach no, out for you guys. No, I said, you, go to you literally for just saw me playing years. some of it, so it doesn't yeah. Speaking of that, No, but, one of the podcasts, Will, I think it was Max on Beyond, was like, oh, he goes to jail for 15 years. I was like... <laughs> it is the main plot. I think I even said yeah. it in my review. Well, and I think that it's it's been... It is in my I tried to go mostly radio silent, but I heard that Sam's been in jail for some time. But anyway... Have uh, you finished all three Uncharted games? Yes, but I have not okay. played four. Well, you should uh, play four. Yeah. I give I'm it going to ten soon, on my but What I wanted to do first... It's worth it. To put it it's, I've been playing my Xbox One more, too. But to put it in perspective, <laughs> I, I played 2013's Tomb Raider. Um, and then I'm playing Rise of the Tomb Raider right now. And holy God, those games are fantastic. Great. And I wanted to kind of get a state of the third-person action like industry mm-hmm. before I jumped into Uncharted 4. I wanted to put it in the context of the new Tomb Raider. Um... It's really funny because the original Uncharted like was inspired by some of like the right. original Tomb Raiders, and now uh, Tomb Raider is inspired by the Uncharted games. I was watching him play Uncharted One while I was playing. Sorry, I was watching him play uh, the original Tomb Raider reboot that came out in 2013 while I was playing uh, Uncharted Four, and I'm just sitting there. I'm just like. Stolen from uh, Uncharted. Yeah, that's but, almost a directly a scene from Uncharted Two. The first, right. the first, the, the first area in um, the first like big scene in Rise of the Tomb Raider is the first big scene in Uncharted Two. You know, <laughs> what's interesting about it though, and this is this is a real thing. I played all of 2013's Tomb Raider, and I understand that you're getting that character to where she is. Now, I, I was a PlayStation kid, right? You guys hear me talk about Metal Gear Solid and Resident Evil and how those games were transformative. Tomb Raider is one of those games, you know? But you guys are playing Mario 64. I was playing the 96 Tomb Raider game. And I've played all three Uncharted games, haven't played the new Tomb Raider, you know, new or whatever. Mm-hmm. But when I sat down and played Rise of the Tomb Raiders, like, uh, like Syria chapter, you know, the first yeah. one where you actually choose in the tank top and everything, mm-hmm. that was more classic Tomb Raider than any moment of Uncharted has ever been. You know what I mean? Like, it, it didn't remind me of, oh, this looks like the desert scene from Uncharted 3. It was like, this is Tomb Raider. This is, you know, she's now this badass adventurer. You know, she's got all this equipment. She breaks the glow sticks instead of the torch. Yeah, like, just so that cool. is like, it's so good. I'm only about three or four hours into it, 
but it's just it's so fantastic. I decided to hold really out for the PS4 version myself. I'll yeah. I'll pick it up. I don't want to wait. It's too good for me to wait. It's honestly. good. It's really good. I I don't know if I'd pick it up now. Maybe if it was on sale. But I don't know. I, I don't know. That Xbox that he has now used to be mine, and I'm just kind of like. I don't really. I, I have my PS4. That's really all I need. Yeah, I don't. I, I, I don't play my that. Xbox One. The last thing I played on my Xbox One was Quantum Break, and that game blew me away. So good. That, that is something I will It's play. right up my alley. It's really cool. Um, what have What have you been playing, Jordan? Then we'll get well, Michael. Obviously, Tomb Raider. Yeah. Um, the I played the original in about. I've been really busy, but I played it in the span of about a week and a half. Um, and I I hundred percented it. I like playing games on Xbox sometimes because I don't care about the trophies. But I I went ahead and one hundred percented everything because it's fun. You know. Um, I just got all you know, all the collectibles and everything. Um, not the multiplayer achievements, right. whatever. Just for the enjoyment of it. But then I, you know, I jumped into Rise of the Tomb Raider and just the actual Rise. like Rise. Uh, just the actual gameplay Rise is fantastic. And then like the expedition modes and stuff. Like, there's so many facets to the gameplay. It's so deep. And honestly, like, I need to play Uncharted Four, obviously. But I recently replayed um, some of the you know original Uncharted games with the Nathan Drake collection last fall, and like it's. The 2013 Tomb Raider is better than at least Drake's Fortune, honestly, I think. Like, it's well, really, yeah, it's really sure. very good. The, I mean, there are portions of it that are on par with uh, with uh, Uncharted 2, I'd argue. Um, disagree. But, That's fair. Um, but obviously the first Uncharted, not as good as the, the, other, two, um, yeah. the, the, other, the other three. And, All three uh, now, I guess. Yeah, so. and the Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider is good, but it also had like it six years on it. Yeah. Like it had six years yeah. on it. The first one, though, uh, I platinumed it, is amazing. Yeah. So not the Tomb Raider, but uh, Uncharted. Uncharted yeah. yeah, it's um, very good. It's it's a very good game. It's just not like a masterpiece. And then like once after that, they learned a bunch of lessons. Um, a mate, like great mm-hmm. game. And then they made two and three and four just amazing. You know, after I that, think, they got a really good stepping stone and like kind of enveloped themselves in that series. You I know? think it's funny too. I agree. I think it's funny to see like some of the first game mistakes. Like even though Tomb Raider has like. However many years on Uncharted one was it two thousand seven, two thousand thirteen, or twelve, or whatever. Six, uh, thirteen. Yeah. So it's it's funny to see like some of the first game like PS three mistakes that uh, Uncharted one made, like the like grenade motion control. Yeah. That was not good. You yeah, know? It wasn't good. I yeah, think it, that, that it obviously turned a lot of people off. Yeah, yeah I think that's so. actually like my favorite thing about the Nathan Drake collection is that they did they yeah. all those things. Also, the graphics were. Phenomenal, like yeah. Because the one's starting to look rough. The art design's still good, but right. but Tomb Raider makes some similar mistakes, like first game mistakes. Like the whole first hour of that game is like quick time event after quick time yeah. event, and every time you get one of those like those little circle quick time events, I miss them almost every time. And like I'm not a bad quick time person; yeah. they're just not good. They're not done well. You I, know? I love quick time events. I or I don't. I like them, them used well, but like used well, like heavy rain. Used well. Yeah. I mean that. I, I think that's fine. Rain, but rain, did you notice that when you play Tomb Raider, like like to like scamper up the hill with the R two presses and stuff? Yeah. That's like, the worst part. And they, they fixed that shit. Like, with the second one, they definitely fixed that problem, you I know? Um, so I think it's funny. To, I just wanted to see, before I played Uncharted 4, which is one of the biggest games of the year, yeah. um, especially being mostly PlayStation guys, yeah. I wanted to see that back and forth between Crystal Dynamics and Naughty Dog. Um, obviously, Naughty Dog's the better developer these days. The, but, I think they're the best developer ever. But there was a time <laughs> Out there at the moment, like, they're universally acclaimed. Absolutely. Like but there was a time, I'd say, early 2000s, where Crystal Dynamics was a better developer than Naughty Dog. Yeah, but now they don't do anything, really. Oh, Crystal Tomb Raider Dynamics. now. Yeah, Tomb yeah. Raider. But, I mean, they made Legacy of Kane Soul Reaver, which was a 9-9, I think, game, and then was ported to Dreamcast in 2000. I'm reaching way back here. I didn't but think it was that good. I, I, the original Legacy, Legacy of Kane? Yeah, I didn't think you play it was it? that good. I shoot, like, 2002, I think. Yeah. So it was already PS2 era, you yeah. know, but for a PlayStation 1 game, um, 
it had like Zelda style switching between worlds, which even Ocarina of Time like didn't give you that power whenever you wanted. You had to go to the temple and play it. Like Legacy of Kane did it on the fly, and it had great platforming that we didn't really see. Yeah. Platforming that beat that until probably Jack and Daxter. You know, it was good. I just didn't think it was that great. You know, yeah, I, I agree. Maybe but, maybe if I return to it, I think. It'd and be I don't think me. it's better than like Jack and Daxter, the precursor Legacy. No, but I do think it's better than say Crash Bandicoot three. So Crash Bandicoot <laughs> is as though like Crash Bandicoot has a very special. Oh, place that's what I want to say about Charter Four. The like um. The like bad boy. Uh, I've don't seen do that, that stupid Easter. He egg. saw it. He already, the, it's not Easter egg like at all. But the the whole um, crash games like the first three mm-hmm. just the worst controls. You <laughs> think so? I don't really think so. I think that <laughs> go back and play the first Crash game. I did. I grew up on it. Um, go back and play Mario sixty four and try to control that camera. I didn't I like Mario sixty four okay, as much as him. Mario sixty four. I liked anything. I liked it. I mean, uh, yeah. don't get me wrong. It was revolutionary for its time. Crash I, one feels like crap. But Crash 2 and 3, the thing is they're just not designed with analog controls. They're just not. They're designed with digital controls in mind. And they're not 3D platformers. They're fixed plane. You know, it's like... Crash 2, the best in my opinion. You think so? I think think Warped, which is the third one, um, probably not as good as Crash 2, less focused. But there's so much stuff to do, I think it makes it better. I do, yes. Um, That's the same with Spyro. I think Ripto's Rage is the best one. But Year of the Dragon is also pretty good. I love Spyro more than I like Crash Bandicoot. It Huge definitely gave you more Spyro freedom. Fan. Huge Spyro. Michael's over here like, I like Wayne 64. You know, <laughs> I, played I, had, Wave Wave. I played Spyro once. Uh, I had both. There was this Sorry. PlayStation 1 that came with a demo. And it included Metal Gear Solid, Rugrats, and Search of Reptar. Um, and I did. Uh, yeah, actually, that was a, that was a, that was like one of the better. Someday games. we have to get drunk and talk about when the Grinch stole Christmas for PS One. Oh my god, <laughs> that's a whole podcast. In I know it is. Isn't it my turn to talk about what I've been up to game wise? Yeah. All right. Uncharted well, 4. Uncharted Four. Literally, uh, hours and hours and hours of just pure unadulterated enjoyment. Just so such a fun game. Amazing. And. Uh, a lot of frustration. Not gonna lie, there are some parts where I was just downright angry. Um, the ending. I think a lot of that was the difficulty level. You probably were trying to sleep and you heard me going, sure. <laughs> <laughs> just cursing ridiculous amounts. Ooh, quick um, side note: we've gone so long without recording. I also finished The Last of Us since the last time we recorded. Ah, he did. That's yeah. uh, that's a. Yeah. Uh, I don't mean to cut you off, but that's a great segue for me. I've been replaying through The Last of Us mm-hmm. on Survivor. Mm-hmm. Because he inspired me, the way to play it. It's the absolute. I way started to play grounded. It. I made it. I made it yeah, it made it to like the, the first <laughs> combat section. I want to say I hate. You played Metal Gear Five a little bit, right? Yeah, and I played Mark like the enemies, 10 hours. and that carried on to Uncharted as well. That is my least favorite mechanic in any game I've played in the last five years. You know, it's been a popular thing the last couple of years. Even in Rise of the Tomb Raider, um, you can do like the survival mode thing. I turn all that stuff off, you know? And that's why playing The Last of Us without listen mode was great because I saw Michael play it a couple of years ago and the listen mode things went through me off. I'm like, it's this hardcore, gritty survival game but I can see people through walls? Like, I don't get right. that, you know? Right. And Survivor disables that. So you're like just freaking out the entire oh, time. It's so it's, tense. It's so good, dude. Well, the, some of the puzzles in Uncharted 4 was, was, was what's getting me like... Uh, there's a certain part of the game where you're just in a cavern that's just full of endless amounts of yeah. movie traps. Um, some of those were really getting angry. I kept um, yelling. Yeah, oh, I was furious. I wasn't yelling, but I kept like thinking. I was like, "What am I doing wrong?" And I kept like, "Yeah, you know." But outside of that, I've actually not been playing too many games other than Uncharted Four. Um, so little known fact about me: until recently, I had only seen 
uh, X Men one and two. I never <laughs> watched any of the other movies, so I watched uh, I watched the entire franchise this week essentially. And yeah. I, my next movie is going to be Days of Future Past, and then which is the best? One. It's the best it's one. So good. yeah, I've heard the you best. guys talk that up for so long, so, so I'm finally going to watch that probably tonight, if uh, at some point or whenever yeah. for the next couple days. And then obviously I'll go see Apocalypse, but I'm looking forward to watching Deadpool. I haven't seen that either. I'm going to probably watch that after I watch Days of Future Past. It's so. a Deadpool's a, a f- um, it's a movie for Deadpool fans. And okay. as I'm not a Deadpool fan... I'm just fan, watching it because it takes place in the X-Men universe. For sure, for yeah. sure. And then again, um, I'm not going to watch the Fantastic Four reboot at all. All right. I need I need to speak about that. Uh, that game... Or not game. That game. <laughs> we're, we're a video games podcast, but we're talking Fantastic about everything. Fantastic boring. Um, why are you guys making fun of me for that? <laughs> it's not that... I, Chad, it was cute. It's it was, not, we're not it was, making fun of It was endearing. It was ear endearing. Um, I, I rented that on Redbox. It... It's 30 minutes too short, the Fantastic Four Too reboot. short, really? Yeah, 30 minutes too short, and it's pretty good. It doesn't deserve an 8. It's definitely like a 5 out of 10. It doesn't like, make you a dumb It's a very it's mediocre. Five. It's 30 minutes too short. That's the only problem I had with it. Every, How long is everything it? was fine. Nine an minutes. hour and a half, yeah. It's it's just 30 minutes too short. I've had just, a lot of movies lately I watched um, where I thought they were just too long. It's, like, honestly, I watched Nice Guys um, with... Uh, Russell Crowe Crow and, and Ryan, Ryan Gosling. Gosling, and it was like maybe twenty minutes, just 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 too much, you know. And you know, I know I haven't watched this, so it's obviously you have the floor with that. But I've heard that was a big complaint with Batman versus Superman. And I Civil want to see War. that movie. And so so bad. I don't think Civil War was too long per se. I really, I think that it just had too many storylines, and I don't think they were done poorly. I think if you want to watch like three hours with a superhero movie, then it did it right. But I think that if you kind of trimmed off like the extended introduction, you know, mm-hmm. you could have gotten to the end. The whole time, I was just like... <sighs> what did you guys think of the new Spider-Man, though? That's our... Oh, it's great. It's the only reason I really... What did you guys think of the new Aunt May? Aunt May. <laughs> yeah, she's uh, like our age. <laughs> Marissa Tomei is awesome. Yeah, she's like I actually like really love... Uh, I love Tom Holland's portrayal. I thought it was really exciting. Um, as much as I liked Andrew Garfield, that franchise was going nowhere, and everyone knows that. Um, I, don't, I don't know what you feel about it, but I know Jordan and I are on the same page. The Amazing Spider-Man, like the first one, the yeah. first Andrew Garfield movie, my favorite Spider-Man. Oh, it movie. was great, but what was going on in Amazing Spider-Man 2? It wasn't that bad. Um, yeah, I just like The Amazing Spider-Man 2. You didn't think it was that bad? I thought it was, that movie sucked. It was, you, just it was, that, you just said that the Fantastic Four reboot wasn't that bad. Well, like, it doesn't deserve an 8, is what I well, said. I never watched it. The He's Spider-Man actually two watched it. Neither of us have watched the Fantastic Four reboot. I don't think that it deserves an eight either. I don't think you know, but I think that um, I think honestly that uh, Amazing Spider-Man two is maybe a six. Six. There's a five. lot of awkward tension between Dane DeHaan and Andrew Garfield. Um, did you guys not enjoy the the no. um, the big scene with Emma Stone, like the Gwen Stacy scene? Yeah, they that did was, it well. was shot really well. Like very. That's a good point. It was shot very well. Like, <laughs> and, and it was a really yeah. Good like scene. I, I liked the character development in that movie. I do think that like isn't it Jamie Foxx's Electro? Yeah. Like, it's yeah. Just, Weird, like I guess, it like, it's just strange. It was, and weird. like I didn't like that, but it was, it wasn't bad. And I really liked. I think it's the end where he, like, he goes against Rhino or whatever. You can kind of just see this, like, I do. Okay, from now on, it's this serialized comic book thing, you know. And uh, I think it was, it was fine. You know, it was like X Men Origins. What upsets me a lot, you, know, you just watch it. It was okay. It's never going to be fully realized unless, like, somebody does, like, a, a Batman 66-esque continuation of it in comic book form. Because, like, it was its own, like, self-contained thing. And there was definitely a lot more story to be had, obviously. We never got 
Shailene Woodley as Mary Jane Watson, which they cut her out of that movie. Can, yeah, yeah, like because they were saving her for which is a good thing because they already had too much yeah. stuff in it. It like, was crammed too I, much. See, the thing is, like, I if if it, if I had my way, I enjoy the Tobey Maguire trilogy, and you know, like. Three was awful, yes, but Spider-Man 1 and 2 were great films. Oh, amazing. Amazing Spider-Man 1 was good. Amazing Spider-Man 2 is okay. But if I had my way, I would have one last uh, Spider-Man movie with Tobey Maguire, one last amazing Spider-Man movie with Andrew Mm -hmm. Garfield, and then, but obviously that's never going to happen, but it would be great, because those are still good series in in and of themselves. I kind of respect their ability to press the reset button, though. Like, Like, I appreciate the fact that Spider-Man three stumbled and they just cut it off there. You know? <laughs> that's sad. I hated Spider-Man three so much I didn't watch any of the MCU movies until the second Avengers movie. He I really hated did it so much. Like he, anyway, but yeah. Spider-Man three was bad, so they cut it off. <laughs> Amazing Spider-Man two wasn't great, so they stopped. Like they've been very good about like hard reset. Actually, it wasn't that wasn't great. They just like decided Andrew Garfield didn't show up to some. Uh, Dinner event, and oh, like they yeah. just fired him. Like, like it was he was going to meet with the president of Sony Pictures, and like they had like this gala dinner thing, and he just didn't show up. Okay. So they're like, okay, well, you know what? He's probably a fuck us. Crime. Let's go. Uh, let's just go sign over to Marvel. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Everyone wants it anyway. Um, so, supposedly Marvel's going to take back the rights to Fantastic Four because of how poorly received the reboot was. Everybody so. wants the D Spidey. That is. Um, God damn it! Um, Get out of this house. <laughs> Are we going to talk about games? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Probably. I actually, but, I don't feel like we need. A, I like just talking about everything. It's called yeah. games cast. So it is like a, we have to it talk is about a games, games cast, but like movies are important to me. No, I agree. I just think we can talk about. Ooh, games. I had. Uh, also, if I get, if I get <laughs> talking too much about Spider Man, then I'm never going to stop talking about Spider Man. Spider Man podcast. Um, I'm, I'm just boiling, boiling over inside with excitement about Spider Man Homecoming, and I'm just like, is great. He was the best part in Civil War. Him and Paul. I, yeah, actually, I was about to say yeah. that. Ant-Man you have a scene. metal arm, yeah, dude. So cool. I love when he, you guys see that really, really old movie, Empire Strikes Back. And he's like, I didn't carbon date the kid. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh I love when he's like. I don't know if you've ever been in a fight before, but there's not usually this much talk. That's actually my favorite part of the movie. He's like, oh, okay, sorry. And then, like, it swings off. I think that was my favorite part of the movie because, like, he's he's funny. He's, he's just hilarious. He's, right. he's cracking like, jokes. Garfield did a good job, but it was also just, like, he was an odd Spider-Man. That was just an odd like couple of movies. They yeah. were good, but they were different. Um, I just think the the oddest, or obviously the Amazing Spider-Man Two, is like weird. It tried to cram too much stuff in there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who decided we need to have multiple villains in these like one-off like hero know. movies. You know, like why? No, it's okay know? to have multiple villains in like an Avengers movie. I could see that. Yeah, like I know, well, like we have. If they're a team, like I do like that. You know, Baron Zemo as well as. Uh, uh, crossbones as well as fighting each other was all like major parts but then again Civil War was a long movie like it was a really oh yes but it was, I enjoyed every minute of it like I, fun fact I actually not a fun fact but I didn't mind like I never mind a movie's length as long as it's like telling a good story and has good somewhere. pacing like unlike it, the Watchmen cut which is just like what is it's like four hours I love the four hour it's like, <laughs> a problem but like I never really have a problem as long as they're telling me a good story and like okay. pacing is key so um, but I do agree with michael um um but i have i've been playing games i've yeah. been playing a lot of games actually i've been playing the most games hey, go. of all of you <laughs> that was a while ago actually that was like the first month i started my youtube channel yeah that was like in march um 
But I've been playing The Last of Us on Survivor, which is the way to do it. I, I'm doing my annual annual run. Having never played it on another difficulty, that's my yeah. ruling. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's the best. And once Jordan kind of sent us the trophy of that over PSN, I was like, I need to try it. Yeah. It's my time. Um, what did you think about the game, Jordan? Did you like it? I mean, obviously, Michael and I, yeah, it's I my favorite game. About it. I cried. I think I did too. some of the story yeah, beats individually. I'm going to be very vague here. Um, the lodge portion with Ellie. Actually, I'm there right now. Is probably in the start of winter, the very beginning of winter yeah. to that section is probably in my top two or three video game moments of all. Yep. There are, however, portions of the game where I'm like, what? Like they skip over a long distance at one point you know what i mean they go from like one city to like the middle of nowhere kind of and it's got like a couple of months and a couple of hundred miles in between and it goes from one great moment to like another cool moment but i'm also like this is this journey's kind of odd you know what i mean like like they cut out that part and it makes me wonder if they are maybe pressed for time um i guess i never really thought about that but i just noticed that when i was playing and it part of it's because every portion <clears throat> you're playing on survivor is just a struggle you it know? is it's so hard and you feel so accomplished and like i felt like i think pittsburgh specifically that's the that's the first big town right uh that no what what do you mean whenever spoilers for the last of us you should have played it by now but um was it whenever tess got bit after that okay, like after the that whenever they got that's where um, they crashed their car yeah, and yeah that's pittsburgh, was, yeah. Yeah. yeah so okay so i'll talk a little more candidly then from pittsburgh to wisconsin right wisconsin's where tommy lives Somewhere like that. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, Wyoming. 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 From Pittsburgh, all those western states, all those square states. They all go from to Pittsburgh to Wyoming. They skip over like four thousand miles in like four months. Yeah. And like, how exciting would it have been to see them pass like back through Texas or see them pass or whatever? And it's more than at least storytelling gaps because when what's his name the the black guy and his son. Um, when they have Henry that, and Sam. When they have yeah. that moment, they get out of the city, they cross the thing under the river. You're like, oh, I'm back out in this kind of foresty area. Um, like. I think Ellie and Joel are at a very specific point, and then when you see them again, they've kind of like progressed past a whole other chapter of their relationship. So it's not that like I necessarily want to play ten more hours of this journey, but I would really like to see like, like by the time that Ellie runs off on the horse, like Joel is legitimately super disappointed in her, and like he really wouldn't have been back when they were with Henry and his son. Like he was just like you know come on do this. And yeah, he's... you know he he was kind of still like they're kind of adversarial, but they're like super close by the time they get to Tommy's place, you know? Well, that's the thing I actually wanted to talk about is I uh, I, I teared up again. Michael makes jokes of me all the time for, like, tearing up. That game is, like, extremely it's, special yeah, to me. It's very um, emotional, like, I, without a doubt. Yeah. I, I teared up at the beginning of, obviously, whenever Sarah dies. Jesus, who doesn't tear up at that? Like, I, I, cried, heart, I cried, a, a, like, I didn't cry a lot, but I definitely I had some tears running down my face whenever she – that she ran away and they were in the house. It's such a realistic portrayal is what it is. It is. She was just like, um, I'm sick of you. Like, I'm sick of you trying to pawn me off. I've had everybody, everybody in my life has, has either gone or left me except for you. And then she pushes him. I know. And she's crying. I know. And then, Dude, I just remember I was like, "That's so real." Like, that's that's what someone would say if they're see, set up like that. That's exactly what I'm talking about with that one moment too. Is like at that point, you know, they've been through more. Shit. You know that there was more in that gap as far as developing the characters. As it stands, um, it's one of the best stories in gaming. You oh know, I have I have some problems. I'll talk to you a little bit about mechanically, but um, that's the only part I don't like. Is like, man, like I could have done with like, and it's probably like 20 hours or more when you play on Survivor. I'd say. Uh, I wouldn't say twenty hours. Maybe 18. maybe uh, sixteen. I, I would think so. Okay. Uh, yes. Okay. 
I have also. I don't count. So. I don't mean to seem like I. I you never, played it a lot. I never count. Too. I don't mean to seem rude, but like I've played it like like more more than you, yeah. obviously. But playing it on Survivor, yeah, it's a little bit. It's more a difficult. different story. Some things that take five minutes take twenty. So that's the difference. Yeah, actually, um, something that normally took me like ten minutes was the lodge section where um, where she runs away on the horse, and then everybody David's group yeah. is trying to like yeah. come back and find her. Where you're like going through the houses, mm-hmm. and um, that took me thirty minutes before I left. Well, I mean, the other thing tough. is like the other thing is um, some right. of the early on sections I was not familiar with how the combat worked, you know. So learning how to do certain things was far more difficult without learning how to do them the easy way first. You know what I mean? So, like, whether it's, like, throwing a brick or trying to figure out how to fight clickers, right, like, doing it without, like, with a heavy penalty for failure made it take much longer. So, like, by the time I got into the groove of the game, it was pretty – it wasn't yeah. easy, but it was doable. But those first few hours were just devastating. I, you know? I guess because, I Because I wasn't familiar with the mechanics, so, you know, it was difficult. But I think I probably clocked in about 18 total. Yeah. That's for those probably. early hours. But, like – I could have done, considering the story, you know, with a couple less hours of, like, random shootouts in Pittsburgh and a couple more hours of, um, like, after Billstown and before Henry, there's a long stretch of Pittsburgh time. And, like, a little bit less of that and a little more of the Wyoming wilderness kind of character development where you're talking where they shove each other, where there's the lodge, where there's the, like, big emotional moments happening. And then whenever, uh, like, he's ready to, like, give her off and then he's like actually I'll I'll take it from yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. Like those scene. those moments are so good that it's like I wonder I wonder how the game kind of turned out the way it did. And how do you guys feel about the last chapter? Like once you get to the the medical just, facility. Before I, before you get into that, I just have to say something. What I was just thinking about was when it comes to David's band of merry men that are after yeah. Ellie. Um, Why are there that many men after one little girl? Get, get it? I, I know they're cannibals, yes. But why are they all so hellbent on killing this one little um, girl? And it's a game. His, I mean, there's a little bit of that. I know that. But Do like, you remember in the Left Behind where they were in that – the Left Behind? The wall, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Those were his people. And they heard about whenever they slaughtered all those people in Pittsburgh. Those were some of David's people. If you were – I don't know if you remember, but it's definitely fresh in my mind. The the part at the lodge where I'm mm-hmm. as Ellie, um, I'm hiding before these guys walk into this house, and he's like, um, "Did you hear how many men they killed?" And he's like, "Oh, sh- they were them." Okay, so um, they're after and then, them. And then yeah, they yeah. said, "They said David, um, David wants her alive." And then he he's like, "Oh wait, no, those were the, those were the people that killed all of our men." Oh, he's shit. like, "Oh, okay. then f- David, I want her dead." So but left that was, behind that actually. Was, yeah, that was the people with the college, wasn't it? Um, those are some of, I, I believe the same group, maybe the same group, really, I know, really I know large whenever, network of people. Though. Yeah. Well, I know, I think you may have tracked them from there to there, but I know at the showdown at the college where you fight off the large amount after you yeah. get there, I know that those people, well, at least I thought those people were David's people as well. They, I, they are because and David is Nolan North's character, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay, which is so. amazing. Did you know that he was Nolan North's character? Re-listening to it, I was just like, that's yeah, not you would never know. Yeah. You wouldn't. And um, David, that just goes to show how good of a voice actor he is. Amazing. Um, but, but you got to remember that I just thought about now, once Joel got hurt, they couldn't have been, you know, going anywhere. Right. She had to hunker down in like two different places. Like yeah. in the Left Behind DLC you have to play, they, they were in a mall. Yeah. You remember that? No, refresh me. Uh, Ellie <clears throat> is in a mall by herself and she's flashbacking to... Uh, her and Riley. Her yeah. and Riley. Okay, yeah. Um, she's in a mall. also takes then, place in a mall. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. Oh, then, okay. Um, after, See, I thought it was a straight prequel. Like, if I knew it was in that no, chapter, I, told you, I would have I told, already played it because I love... I told you I it took place, like, during that, that section. Yeah, yeah it was okay. that section. That, the Ellie only period was my favorite part of the game. So, in the uh, unexpected, right? Like, you, you, 
you thought Joel was actually dead, and you were, and then you got. Well, to I knew Joel. Well, I knew Joel wouldn't die, but like I, I, I knew he was like gravely, like could be possibly gravely injured. I, I thought, I thought he was dead, and then I was so glad whenever she actually came back. Yeah, and for he sure. was there. Like, but I mean, he gets impaled. Like I, yeah. kind of think he's gonna die. Yeah, so. I mean, um, I mean but, compared to Lara Croft, he takes it a lot harder too. <laughs> you got, just like you got to remember that like he was awfully hurt yeah so they they've only been like two different places right so those had to have been david's men i think so and like i said whenever i was at the lodge i was hiding because I, whenever you're in survivor you have to you, you have, have to, to hide you have There's to no hide direct combat and you have to die over and over again to really do it and i overheard them saying he's like oh those were the fucking people and he's like david i don't want her alive i'm gonna kill her first mm-hmm. time i see her so it's um I don't even know where I was going. No, I know what that. you mean, oh, yeah. But the David scene, I'm yeah. glad you brought that up because whenever Joel finally comes after her and then she's like stabbing him, she stabbing is. him like really, really That could a be lot. the most intense scene of the game, I it, think. I think then, it is and emotionally. He, and then he, yeah, probably. For me, that was the emotional climax of the game. And then he like hugs her and she's like, Joel, he was trying to, he's like, I know, I know, yeah. I know. And she's like, he was so gonna, well. I know, I know. Was, was, so he, was, he, gonna, like, was he just going to eat her? No, he was going to rape her. He was going to definitely. There was some rapey vibes in that scene. Well, undeniably. Actually, where I just left off was um, she was trapped in the cell. and um, Cell. Yeah, whenever David, like, uh, David like, goes in like a jail him. kind of thing. Yeah, in like a jail area. Okay. It actually and, is the jail of the town, but yeah. yeah. And um he's like, also I think you're kind of special. And he was at the like yeah, the grave or whatever. The grave, yeah. yeah, he touches her hand and then uh she's like, Oh, and then she touches his hand back, breaks his hand, hand, tries to get the keys. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. You, well you both have obviously played this recently. Very recently I, yeah. Yeah. The last time I played it was about two years ago when the remastered came I played out it PS2. two hours ago. So <laughs> like, I'm replaying it now and I've seen things that like I've actually before. I've played I the game four it. different times. I know it's gonna take me forever and there's a good chance I'll never beat it, but I actually am attempting grounded. I think you should play Survivor first. I think grounded makes Survivor first. Well, the I thing I like about the higher difficulties is it basically turns it into a puzzle game in a way. I know it's kind of contrived, but because you Maybe only strategy have, instead of puzzle. Well, my argument is you only have so many bullets. You only have so many options, and so it's very much classic Resident Evil in the sense of I have this much. Here's what I'm going to do with it, and you can get lucky and like mail your way out or whatever. But like for the most part, it is like. I guess it's not strategy, but it is strategic. It's not a puzzle game, but it is puzzling, you know? It's just, it's so tense, you know? Um, That's why I would recommend, Michael, go Survivor and then Grounded, because going from when did you, how did you play on that? Did you go easy or normal? Oh, normal. Okay. I never never played easy. Going from normal to going to Grounded, where every button prompt you do to open a drawer, there's, like, nothing. No button for you. Yeah, there's nothing in there is, like, drastic. Then you have to really think about it. So I'm going to do Grounded. I'm going to do Grounded, like, right after, like, maybe a year from now after Mm -hmm. I finish Survivor. But I wouldn't recommend going from normal straight to Grounded. That's what I said. Um, Well, I... I personally, I was just so I was coming off the high of beating Uncharted Four on hard, yeah. which you know what I will say, I'm beating Uncharted Four on hard was a feat. Like it was like that. I literally spent probably an hour and a half on the final boss battle. I want to ask you directly, like, is it more fair? Because when you play the hardest difficulty on the Uncharted games, like Crushing or Brutal or whatever, Crushing, yeah, it's just not fair. <laughs> like it's That's, not it's it's the shoot and part of it's the shooting isn't tuned well enough in the first couple games. Like the other part of it is the shooting in Uncharted Four is flawless. Is it better? It's, it's perfection. Better? It's like because Max Payne Three. If Max Payne Three is like really set the bar for what third person shooters are, the shooting in Uncharted Four and as completely just 
it's more of a thing. Okay, yeah. Because I mean, it's just it wasn't as precise. You know what I mean? It was it was very clumsy, and, I, and it's not sure, to knock the that. games, but it I mean, was not for its time. It was fine, but yeah. as of 2016, it's very okay. antiquated. Yeah. Um. The now I don't know what I was gonna say, but Sorry. oh, Michael, no, you're fine. Um, try playing shit on crushing, dude. Um, <laughs> I, whenever you have to play it on crushing to get over. No, like uh, any just Uncharted any game. Uncharted game. You have to play that. Brutal. Um, you have to play cr- on Crushing to get the Platinum, and I got the Platinum in the remastered of 1, 2, and 3. Try playing that stuff on Crushing, dude. I'll try it's, it, yeah. Um, it's tough. Well, and it's that's, weird because I played Uncharted 1, and like I played Uncharted 1, 2, and 3 on PS3 uh, about two years ago. Like I played them very – okay, I'll tell you this. When Uncharted 4 was announced at E3 and like – uh, you really saw that first trailer. With a different voice actor for Sam. <laughs> different, you know, it was the second trailer that came out. I was floored. I was like, okay, I got to play these Uncharted games. Right. So I went and I bought one, two, and three, and I played them all. Loved them. Like, yep. literally, like, some of the best games I ever played. And then, obviously, I picked up the Nathan Drake collection. I only played Uncharted 1 because I was just kind of like, all right, I played these games. I'm getting a little bored. You know, which is fair. Cause, well, you played them so recently. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, played them at exactly. least a year before. So, but I'm actually... Fairly soon, I'm going to start replaying Uncharted 2 again and Uncharted 3 just to try and get some of those trophies and just to get caught up in the story. Mm-hmm. But part of me really wants there to be a continuation of Uncharted. It makes me really sad that it's the last game. <laughs> I'm really sad if, about it. Um, they, they announced that they're doing story DLC. They don't know what it was, but the way it ended, I would feel like it's a... I know. I, um, I hope it is. I, uh, I would feel like... No, I'm not going to spoil anything because it's still relatively Thanks. new. But it um certain characters the, can continue in an adventure. The, the way that they end it is like I I know what they would do for a story DLC, and uh, I'm a very pro- I'm very protective over that franchise sure. and already The Last of Us. But I don't want there to be a continuation of Uncharted because it's so what special. What about 20 years down the road? I don't know, man. Um, I feel like I feel like there could be a reboot with. with uh, Nathan and the Sully role. No, I really feel like that could happen. Possibly. No, don't do it. Never do. Um, Never do it again. At the Never same again. time, like Naughty Dog, uh, every way that they've talked about, they're just like, this is the last, you know, hoorah for Nathan Drake, and this is our last. Uh, the last hoorah for Nathan Drake. They could, they could continue I just feel the like storyline in a different name. We, I just feel like they're done working on this. They've worked on it for you know close to more than ten years now. I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't mind like. Years and years, maybe even a decade or more down the road. Maybe a whole so console generation down the maybe. road. Maybe, maybe Bruce and Neil I didn't mean. even, they weren't really excited about working on Uncharted. Well, they got thr- uh, right, they got handed it to him after Amy. Like, I mean, they worked on it, but like, they were Uncharted 2, and they wanted to do The Last of Us, and they did The Last of Us. This wasn't, you know, Uncharted 3 and Uncharted 4 weren't like their games, so to speak. Uncharted you know? 3 didn't feel like the ending, though. Like, I'm glad Uncharted No, I'm just saying like, that yeah. Uncharted 3 wasn't, you know, Bruce and Neil have a different creative direction they want to go in. Well, especially after, like, making game like the last of us it's uh they're obviously gonna ha- make it different um but what what i do want to say is in my review um i talked about i obviously gave the game 10 out of 10 i'm gonna keep saying it because i think it's a 10 out of 10 it's beautiful um, it's insane and something something that i mentioned is there is like halfway through amy hennig left uh t- to do a star wars game for EA. nine months of work just completely thrown out yeah and they're like halfway through pre-production or whatever and then she's just like yeah i'm gonna go make a star wars game no slight on her that's awesome yeah. i would yeah and we I don't would, know there may have been some internal strife and there may have but then like apparently from that nine months of work was all scrapped and then they said, "We need Neil and Bruce to direct this." You know, they made. I feel like they, what Naughty Dog is today. They they're a huge role in that. I think um, they're the newest uh, generation. Part of me believes that they don't even want to work on Uncharted Two 
they have i'm sure they both have like so many good ideas that like they're like because there's ideas that are they're throwing out about a sci-fi game in the works yeah. i'll then again i'll play literally anything yeah i'll do it could be a jack x combat racing it could be someone it. sitting on a toilet and you literally press x to make them poop like i will play I mean, nothing steam game yeah steam. nothing <laughs> nothing that they make um there's only two games i didn't like um from naughty dog and that was jack two and three um, they're awesome games. I just didn't like them. But anything that they do in the future, obviously great. But you do need to know before going into this game, if you do follow the game industry, uh, Amy Hennig left like halfway through pre-production, and then it got, kind of got all into Neil and Bruce's hands, and they was like, we have to retool this. Well, this is our thing. Did you said through the credits? Absolutely. Absolutely. One of, it's not a spoiler, but one of my favorite moments of the credits was when they say any very special thanks and well and uh, appreciation Amy, of Amy Hennig, Amy Hennig. which, that, which well, was very appropriate. Amy like, Hennig was hers. Like Uncharted mm-hmm. was hers. That was her baby. So I'm glad that they threw that in there. It just sucks that well, they made an amazing game. And that's why yeah, it was incredible. That's why it got delayed. Um, but up team time. Well, no, it got delayed twice, and then the last time it was like two it was, weeks. It, was, it turned out to be three times, but the last one was only two weeks. The last one was because they needed more time to print more copies. Yeah. And that's a great segue into why in the first week they sold 2.7 million oh, Uncharted game yeah. of Uncharted 4. Um, and that's why I think that they're not going to let go of Uncharted. It's the fastest selling Sony exclusive. And um, it's the best selling PlayStation 4 exclusive. Well, it drives already. me crazy. Which isn't, which isn't that hard. I mean, what's work, it going right. to, is it not going to also kill Zone Shadowfall? I mean, there's four, obviously, well, no, obviously launch games. Are, yeah, they, they sell the that's best. That's um, But, but there's 40 million PS4s out there. Um, but there's uh, an argument to be made too. I mean, there were probably lifetime sales. There were probably 80 huge. million. There were probably 80 million PS3s when I tried to three. Right. You know, and it's like what it, you know. I mean, it didn't sell anywhere close to that really. So I think that it, between Uncharted, it sold well, it sold well. But I mean, the Uncharted games always sell well for Sony exclusive, but they don't sell well like, like. They don't sell in a way that reflects their numbers as far as their review scores go. Well, I someone can correct me about this, um, but I think that that's their most profitable and best-selling first-party f- franchise. I don't think so. Um, I think you could probably no. Their most profitable and best-selling first-party franchise is Grand Turismo. Um, oh yeah, hardcore like that's ten right. to fifteen times as many copies. Like let's um, <laughs> we'll look up PlayStation One, Two, and Three, and then the the top the, no, the number one game on each of them was Grand Turismo. Well, oh, I, I think yeah, yeah. It is. Right. It is. Ace Rec right. is the best-selling PS2 game in a generation where they sold about like twenty million first party PS2s. Exclusives? Are we talking yeah. about best-selling? Best I would say first or second party. I think exclusives. the best-selling PS2 game was San Andreas. I think I read. Uh, I think a spec outsold San Andreas. I'm actually spec positive. We'll double spec. Grand Turismo three a spec. We'll okay. check during the break. We'll we'll but, double check that on the break that we're about to take. But I would bet that I would bet that it outsells it. Um, let's talk a little bit more about some Sony exclusives when we get back. I when we know. get back, and we will take All us right. out, Jordan. All right, we'll be right back. And we're back. Welcome Hi. back to. Oh, there you go. Yep. That always happens when he has another drink in between. Welcome to episode four of the YB Gamescast. Um, said before the break, we're going to talk about some PlayStation exclusives, first and second party uh, console exclusives, I guess. Um, you missed the break. Me and Chad are arguing about the relative merits of the Xbox One and PlayStation Four, which is funny because we both like easily prefer the PlayStation Four. Mm-hmm. I just am the silent defender of microsoft's gigantic black box mm, yes. i like a big black box i understand uh, so does so does our friend michael here woo-hoo. um so what i wanted to talk about actually before we got into that because i will talk first party all days but um something that i bought that i was a big advocate against was headset 
You want to do an advocate against headsets? Yeah. Really? I, I didn't you, care. You've been playing on that 7.1 now. I didn't care about headsets. I thought it was dumb. I didn't want to use it. Um, but I decided I wanted to like try out doing a Let's Play, even though I kind of hate Let's Plays. Okay, um, okay. And then I did it, and I, I was ultimately like unhappy with doing it. I, I just like didn't feel it wasn't my thing. But then I started using headset my headset for like more intimate games like yeah. I did for Uncharted 4 and I've been doing it for The Last of Us and right. God, I love it. I love so that's it what, so that's much. What one of the first games, so the first game I played in 7.1 was Metal Gear Solid 4 and then I played Metal Gear Solid 5 The Phantom Pain in 5.1 and other games in between but those games are great because you know, you're hearing the surroundings yes, yes. with the surround sound <clears throat> and I played The Last of Us on Survivor in 7.1 and it was a lot easier, especially when I was playing the multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Your spatial awareness yeah. is much better because you can actually hear um, with you know with seven channels. So. I, I feel like such a noob because everybody else in the world who plays video games has already you know is used headsets. But this is like my first experience into it. But playing like a stealth section and then like hearing like the muffled sounds of someone talking or whatever, or if they're on my right or my left, is yeah. just so cool. It makes a difference. And it's I was cool, yeah. I got the special edition uh, Uncharted Four one. This is sick part of. Magnet oh, on it. Gray blue one. Yeah, so it matches everything. And did you get the controller? Uh, what came with my PS4 system? Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, right. Do you guys want to buy my Batman one? How much? <laughs> How many money? Three hundred and seventy-five dollars. No. Okay. Um, <laughs> I thought about it though. Yeah. Um, Jamie's coming. So. I'll, still th- I'll still think about it. Okay. That's nice. Um, but. But yeah, it's so cool to me, you know, playing playing with and got my headset on. Sometimes, like if I'm playing a mindless game, like uh, no offense to Destiny, Jordan and I play Destiny like crazy. But I'll put a podcast on or like yeah. an album that I've been listening to because I don't have to be invested. But like paying attention in a game like Uncharted or The Last of Us or something story driven like that. And I played an awesome indie game which you should check out called Loud on Planet X, where it's oh, music based. Yeah. So yeah. good, right? Yeah, it's very good. How so was Salt and Sanctuary? You talked that up enough. Yeah, it was good. Uh, it's two D Dark Souls, but um, that's it. I didn't like it because it didn't have like a like you know it wasn't three no. D. Um, okay, so because that's a big part of the Dark Souls and Blood. Did, did, did you play the dishwasher on XBLA? You remember that game? No. Do you, do you remember all those like old? I forget what the freaking website is, but all those like two D like stick man killing each other fake kung fu flash movies we watched as kids. Yes. Yeah. Remember how like popular those were? Yeah. The dishwasher was that kind of idea, but like a playable XBLA game in the late two thousands. And the guys who made that made Salt and Sanctuary, so they've got Scott like, Games. Yeah. So they've got the idea of like this navigating a two D space and killing tons of enemies just down perfect. It's like one of the top ten highest. Metacritic games for P- PlayStation Four. I liked it and all. It just wasn't my thing. That's I was fair. I was ex- I was excited for it, but like having a brutally like hard Dark Souls clone like that and being two D is like not what I wanted. I wanted more like Bloodborne, but I was thinking I was like this is gonna be just like Bloodborne, but it's two D and not three D. And I was like, yeah. oh crap, this is not you know. Cause Have you played any of the Souls games like really? Like, uh, a little bit of them. Bloodborne. Just Bloodborne? Okay. Yeah. Like, I, I know I played Dark Souls uh, 1. No, I played all of them, but I only you played... You played Demon's Souls 2? Yeah, I never finished all of them, though. See, except that, I didn't either. But, like, I like Dark Souls more because I like the kind of shield back-and-forth combat as opposed to the dodgy combat of Bloodborne. I'm like, the opposite. Yeah, I was going to say, I bet you really like the faster-paced one. I do, plus... I, I didn't plus, like either one of them that much. I love, like, Lovecrafty and Victorian-era stuff, yeah, so that's right definitely. on my... I love that stuff. That was a good year for you, then, because you was. got the Order and Bloodborne. Yeah, all in, like, with the same two months, and like, I said, um, Unity came out that year too. So, uh, no, no sorry, Syndicate. 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 Oh yeah, Syndicate. And so that it was, was just all about. That was all, all about. And I have heard Chad Flowers say this. And so, so many so times. Code name Project uh, Steam. Victorian era. Victorian London is my favorite era. Yeah. 
All that. Did any, anybody, anybody play Codename Project Steam? Also came out. No, 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 no I'm that just game kidding. Nobody. That Lincoln on the cover. That that game that looked great bad. Um, <laughs> one thing I can say. Not Lincoln Free the Slaves. Back to the conversation about uh, headsets. Um, when you have your own private home, or you're living with your parents, as I was pretty recently. Um, it's great to like not have to wear headsets, but when you're living in like an apartment era, area, and you have like neighbors next door that can hear every word you're saying, even as we're speaking. What up, fam? Um, I definitely really like having a headset to yeah. listen to the music. Now, I have a couple of times borrowed his 7.1 headset. It is amazing, but it's also extremely tight on your ears after a while. See, I, don't I don't know if I don't you have like it's no? super uncomfortable. Well, no, no, no. He has the silver headset. Oh, I've got the, the gold. Same. This I, part's the same. The earpieces are different. I've got the gold But headset. I wear my Beats by Dre. See, he wears his yeah. Beats rather than that usually, they're, but they're only stereo is the downside. Yeah, but the, the sound quality is really good. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. It's, no, it's no visual. I will, when I have a little bit more, uh, yeah. when I have a little bit more cash flow, cash money, I'll probably uh, get a Sony. My only yeah, get is, the one that I have. It's good. I, I got the, my only thing probably is the silvers and the golds yeah. are the same speakers. They're just the older wireless. The only thing I see is like, if someone's looking at buying them, if you can get the silvers on a deal like I did, I bought them for seventeen ninety nine. They're like fifty dollar, you know, head, uh-huh. headphones. Versus paying a hundred or hundred plus for the golds. Um, if money is any kind of issue, it's okay to get the silver and deal with the wire. You know, if you can afford it, definitely go Bluetooth with the golds. No, the wire is sixty nine ninety nine, like retail now, and the uh, gold is like a hundred. So yeah, yeah, but you can it. often find deals with the silver like I did, where they're sub twenty dollars. They're sub forty dollars. Yeah, well, we actually clearance them out at work where I got them for you, and they're, yeah. like that, they're sub. You but I've seen them on Amazon like that too. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah. we don't carry them anymore. But like the, the silver headset's fine for what it is. Yeah. but I'm just saying, it. if if you can find a deal like that, don't feel like you have to get the gold. But if you have the option, or they're only a little bit different in price. Get now, what obsessed so. me about the gold one thing, uh, they're not compatible with VR. They just run stereo. That really upsets me. Like, because yeah. if I was to have you need VR, wired headsets, because the whole VR thing plugs into the processing. Well, like the, the auxiliary port already plugs into the PSVR, from what I've seen. You can use your own headphones though too. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. There's an auxiliary yeah. input on the VR headset. I I just they had the Uncharted Special Edition one, and I got that. Um, See, that's how I felt about the PlayStation how many PS- 20. Four, do you have now? Three. I have three. You still have your original one. Yeah, yeah. I use that as a backup. Like, my brother's, he, he had the warranty on his, and his had the same problem mine mine did, and he sent off, got a new one. So he used my backup one. You know, I always keep that backup one just in case, and plus I'm not like... Is it your launch model? Yeah, it's a launch model. I, I have I have an attachment to my launch PS4. <laughs> well, I, I buy anything Uncharted, so I got mm-hmm. that one, obviously. And I had that Batman one, and full disclosure, I don't even like Batman that much, but it, was, it didn't have that glossy... <laughs> It didn't the have new that model PS4s here. don't have that either. Yeah, I yeah. know. I don't and, like uh, the gloss. Yeah. So I wanted it for that uh, for the that, matte finish. Uh, for that matte finish, yeah. and that's and I didn't have to worry about money. I wasn't yeah. struggling. I had disposable income at the time, so it doesn't really. It didn't I actually, really since we've been living here, and I can use Michael's PS4 in the living room whenever I want, because you know PS4s are so easy to switch yeah. your profiles between. Um, I actually sold my PS4 for what I bought it for, and nice. I'm about to buy another one. Where'd you sell it? So uh, I sold it to an individual on Craigslist. I uh, I bought it cheap, and I sold it for the same price. So I broke even yeah um and i'm i'm waiting to see if they announce any new models at e3 because i'm really wanting sure, a like, higher storage model and i i don't think that the like ps 4.5 4k whatever thing neo whatever is necessarily going to be like this year but i'm curious That's to see totally if the announcement of that well i think there are rumors that won't watch them next year but i want to see if the announcement of that drops the prices or has any sales because i think this would be a good time to get 
um, maybe that Uncharted yeah. or something like that, like a, a different model of PS4 um, at, a, at a better price. I so really, really, really can't wait for E3. I can't believe how late it is this year. It just drives me crazy. Yeah, I know. I asked off for the first week of June because E3 has been the first week of June year. for like 15 years, yeah. and now it's not the first week of June, so I have a vacation and no E3. Do you remember last year? Whenever I'm I uh, off E3, we we had a plan. We had a plan to all watch it together, and that all fell through. And I was I like, so and, I, and I asked Quinn. Quinn's the only one because he was in. It was in summer, and he didn't have anything to do anyway. And he never answered my text. Well, if you want to watch it together, my so. my fat ass is literally going to be here all day watching it on that TV. I already took the day. Actually, I had a. I had a. I have about five days combined of vacation time. I'm gonna use one of my vacation days, yeah. literally, to sit here for eight hours and watch E3 on my TV. I may come by. I mean, well, it's, I, mean I, I love may. that TV's like like the only thing I have to be proud of. At the I'm kind of mad so. too that the way that they spaced it out um, means that some of those third party conferences are gonna happen on like Saturday and Sunday. Well, it's weird because like, like Sunday. EA and Bethesda. Bethesda are having their conference. Yeah, and EA is like not even now, close. Or no, is, I don't close. care about watching the EA and Bethesda conferences, but when you, you have an entire... Okay, let me explain. When you have an entire day of conferences, you have like Microsoft really early in the day. Right. You have Nintendo Direct sometime in the afternoon. You have uh, Sony, in the, Sony in the late e- yeah. late evening. They close it out. I really really liked it. having Ubisoft and EA sometime and Bethesda. Well, right. well, Ubisoft is last year. Day. One of them was on a different day too. Like they don't always fall exactly. Um, EA was on the same day. Uh, Bethesda was, was on the day, day before. You and Ubisoft was on the Tuesday, I believe. Uh, Bethesda. No, Ubisoft was the day of. I watched it last year. I watched really? it. I take off. I thought one of them year. was on the second day. Bethesda kicked it off. Yeah, the Sunday before. Yeah, and then I think. Bethesda that always reveal. does. Uh, I wonder if they're not year. always. That was the first year. That was the first time we've ever had a conference. But from now on, I think they're going to always kick it off on well, Sunday. I mean, yeah, I mean, even at, well, you got okay. So you have what EA, Activision, and Bethesda and Disney who have all pulled out. Of, Ubisoft. Ubisoft didn't pull out, did they? Wait, we'll pull out of what? E3. Though they're not having E3 conferences, they're having separate events. EA is not having an Ubisoft co- or no, a EA. It's co- having a different conference right. the day before E3, not at E3. Oh, I thought it was E3. EA, EA is. Yes. Yeah. And well, so EA is, Play, I think it's called. That's another thing that goes on oh. during E3. Do we need an EA Play? I mean, oh, I heard that EA's, EA talked talk to the people who were running E3 and was like, hey, do we still are we still eligible for E3 awards? Yeah. I'd be like, no. Yeah. <laughs> no Seriously? Like, that is what we're doing. You know what I think is really funny, too? Um, because they just lost that best of E3 thing on all their boxes. Yeah. It's so funny that EA Access gets $5 a month out of me. Like, I don't play those sports games. I don't really play Battlefield. But, like, they just, you know, they were like, hey, $5 a month. And, like, there's at least one game I want to play. And so I've Witcher had EA 3? Access. Huh? Is Witcher 3 other? Witcher 3 Witcher. is by CD Projekt Red. And published by Ubisoft. Thank you. Okay. Is it published by Ubisoft? Yeah. Or not Ubisoft, sorry, Warner Brothers. Yes, I apologize. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, not Ubisoft. It plays. It looks a lot and played very similar to uh, Shadow of Mordor. But I didn't like Witcher Three as much. Shadow of Mordor is WB two, right? Yes, it is. Yeah. But I'm going to uh, steer this away because I want to have a full E3 predictions podcast. Mm, sure. But what I want to do before we really run out of time is talk about the first party studios. Oh yeah. And what what do you think will like? I'm sorry, I'm stumbling over my words. I just want to talk about them, maybe. Um, yeah. See what... Some of your favorite PlayStation Your favorite ones, uh, your favorite studio, what you think they will... It, what they're up to, what most of them are We're up to. We're doing first and second party, right? First and second so Quantic party. Dream and Insomniac count. Qua- Quantic Dream, Insomniac, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Um, who wants to start us oh, off? Go ahead. So, uh, for Sony, I'm really... No, looking- I'll start it off. I'm just doing it. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. Um, I'm really looking forward to... Uh, 
sing more about Detroit become human. Yeah, that looks so cool. Oh my god. Oh, and hold on, before you go on, I'm sorry. I, I keep cutting you off. I feel so I bad. Care. When do you think that'll be released? Next year. March 2017. Yeah, I, I think March 2017. <laughs> that's my guess. I'm very, know. very specific. I know. Um, that's, that's, a big, that's a big time now. Yeah, apparently yeah. it is. Yeah. Apparently that's like when the game's coming. Well, out. no matter what, I have to have that game. Same. Um, Continue, please. I'm really... Ooh, chat. I'm really looking forward to... Uh, Hearing more about first-party VR projects, um, I'm sure you will. It's something that's very near and dear to me. I, I have a. You have to justify that per, that purchase, right? <laughs> uh, it's I, I have it halfway paid off. My very favorite part about that. VR is he's, he's going to buy this. He bought this gigantic 4K TV, and he's going to spend all his time inside a tiny headset, not looking at the TV. Shut up! Not necessarily, but um, I'm really looking forward to playing um, Until Dawn: Rush of Blood. I actually hope there's. <sighs> a, I hope there's a real Until Dawn game yeah. sequel coming because, like, that game was incredible. I think it sold quite well, so maybe it was a sleeper hit. It definitely did sell. I agree. Long. Sleeper hit's a good way to. Um, God of War four. Oh yeah. Last of Us two. Yeah. <laughs> Which is well, we'll, we'll, we'll not talk about the. We'll not I, talk about okay, anything they're theory. doing yet. I think that if anything, Naughty Dog will have a teaser. A small, like so early. at E3, so early, like a twenty-second. Absolutely not. It's too early. Absolutely not. Not even an announcement. This no. is this is an E3 predictions conversation. Is, Talk about no. your favorite studios and what you want them. Like not what you want them to do next. What games do you okay, like? Well, anyway, first party Rockstar. Studios? I really want GTA Six, and I We're, want Red okay. Dead. No, no. Sony Talk first, about first, first, first party, like Sony exclusives. What kind of Sony exclusives do you like? Oh, oh, God. Yeah, okay, well, I hope for first. Sorry, I was getting. You're not hoping for just like I would really, really hope Last Guardian. Is shown off more than it's, actually. Actually, uh, I wish it wouldn't. I think it should come out. I yeah, think I it needs it to do. come out this year. Or it's never going to come. But out. how about games that have been released and studios that have made games already, as opposed to what's about to happen? Um, yeah, well, about. I mean, Sony Japan has already made two games. And what kind of games do you like? Sony Japan has made hundreds of games. From, from them, like, Team Eco has made two games. Yeah, like like the studios and stuff. Well, I really want to hear. Um, obviously, <laughs> Sucker Punch. <laughs> Give me a break, okay, guys. Okay, okay, okay. Obviously, Sucker pause, Punch pause, pause. does. Okay, for example, I would really Spider-Man. like Gran Turismo. I like Gran Turismo Three on the PS2. It's really good. It had a lot of cars. Gran Turismo Four didn't have as many good things about it, but it was still good. Okay. Okay. See what I'm talking about? I'm a big came fan. Out. I'm a big fan of Naughty Dog. I didn't like the last two Jack and Daxter games, but the first one's one of my favorites. I really like Sony Bend. I think Siphon Filter was an awesome game, and they haven't released a different one in ten five years. years. <laughs> I know it hasn't been five years, but <laughs> it hasn't been ten years, but it has been five years. I really want to see another. No, uh, stop. I really, I really like the games um, made by. Uh, you know those games? They're the the Getaway. I really like to see a third Getaway. Is that Studio London? Is that Studio London? I really the Getaway. Actually, isn't the VR uh, game? There's a VR game set the, in the, the Getaway, getaway franchise. Um, the London Heist. Is the London Heist. Yeah, that's yeah, actually that's set in the Getaway the series. Um, but. Sorry, I'm, when you say what my predictions are... I We're not talking about your predictions, that's the thing. <laughs> what You're games so do you like from, from certain first... What are some Sony second? games you like? Okay, years? well, I really like God of War 1 and 2. I never okay. played 3. Okay. You never played 3? I never played God this of War 3. the best one. I played God of War 1 and 2 on the PS2, loved them. Um, I really, really like, just like I said, Eco, Shadow of the Colossus. I really like... Um, I, did, I played a, uh, Infamous 1. I like you didn't play Infamous 2? 
No. no. Or second son? I played that one played vampire game. Uh, Carnival of Blood or something. Um, uh, Festival, Festival of Blood. Festival. There's somebody up, PS Plus there's game. Somebody up yeah. Blood games. Um, I Rope really, obviously, Quantic Dream. There you go. See, you're, you're good uh, uh, I actually haven't played Indigo Prophecy. You know what? I, I know you're a big fan of that. I love Indigo that. The, we're, yeah. oh we're big God. fans of that Oh, my game. God. Well, actually, that's not a Sony exclusive. That was on the original Xbox. Oh, um, I didn't know that. That's actually the first time I played it was yeah. on original. They are a second party. They are. They, they make games second party. Actually, and, uh, Atari published that game. Really? Yeah, back in the day when Atari still published games. I, I remember hearing interviews with David Cage, and he was always just like, we we want to be second party. We don't want to, you know, we don't want to be a first party. Well, but they prefer work. always to publish for Sony, exactly like, because yeah. Sony works with them, and Sony actually helps. When fund Sony them, funds right? them, that's yeah. the thing. Um, that's why, like, they didn't help fund Indigo Prophecy because they didn't have a track record. Right. But Indigo Prophecy sold so well on the PlayStation; it was so popular um, with a certain audience that, like, come PS3 time, I mean, like, nobody else would have really just thrown money. Like, Indigo Prophecy came out in 2005, right? Huh? Yeah. So Heavy Rain 2005? I thought it was later. I thought no, it was like 2000. Heavy Rain came out in 2010. Wow. So yeah, you're right. Sony's one of the few people that would just throw money at a developer for five years till the game comes out. Did you guys uh, uh, play and, medieval uh, games? Uh-huh. No, I've never played, but there oh was what? there was a tease that there was going to be a remaster of what? Uh, on, medieval for the PS. Oh, medieval, yeah. You know, say, yes. show Daniel Fortis. Oh, I love those. Those are um, uh, those are those are Liverpool? great. Games. Sony Liverpool. I don't know. Oh wait, no, Liverpool already went under. Remember? Yeah, I know, but I think that's who made him originally. I can't remember. Oh, Cambridge, Cambridge, Ooh, Sony uh, Cambridge, which is which is gorilla, which is part of Gorilla now. I think. Great, great. Bringing up uh, Liverpool, the Wipeout franchise. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> also, um, not yeah. a Sony exclusive early on. Um, it was released on the Saturn as well as the uh, the PC originally. Um, also, uh, like the Wipeout, first Wipeout yes, game? The first several, actually. Wipeout actually even has a Wipeout 64. Um, yeah, but I, I, had thought, that, I had that game. Are you kidding me? Yeah, no. no. They were not originally. Um, it was yeah. used to be called uh, Cygnosis. They were not originally owned by Sony. They became Sony Liverpool after they bought them. And they were originally Cygnosis, and they released games for multiple platforms. And then Wipeout 2097 was their sequel, and that was – is that after Sony bought them? Yes, because oh, after cool. Sony bought them, they bought the IP. So that's why – same with um, – You learn something new every Same day. with Evolution Studios and Motorstorm. Oh, I love Motorstorm. Guys. Yeah, well, too bad because Evolution's closing because oh, Drive Club didn't do so well. What was your Actually, favorite? Actually, Drive Club sold pretty well, but it just took It sold two, two million long. units. Yeah. It was a disappointment. No, for like, yeah, but for like, everybody. apparently, like the way people talk about it now is like it's one of the best console games they've ever played. But I feel so bad for them because yeah. I know they did a really good job. They tried really hard. It's not my thing. You're a big fan of it, but like, apparently, it's I was like still disappointed. An amazing but... game now, but they should have had it like good as it amazing yeah, it as come it should have been. Here's here's the thing about like Drive Club. Is Forza came out and made Drive Club look like crap because like, <laughs> Drive Club is amazing, but like it Forza just, for what it is is really impressive. But yeah. Drive Club and Destiny came out in the same fall, and that's when I bought a PS4 for those games, and I was disappointed in both of them. I still <laughs> played like 100 hours of both of them, but like, oh man. Anyway, other Sony exclusives we like. Um, I'm a really big fan of a lot of the PSN originals, um, like Flower Flow and Journey, obviously, the that oh, game company that, games. That game company um, actually went multi platform recently. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. They only had a three game contract. With I have no idea what their next project is. Is because we haven't heard a single thing about oh, it. But. Uh, no, no, we have Abzu. Do you remember that's Abzu? That's Abzu? Them. Are you sure? That's not that being positive. That's um, Genova. Isn't it, no, it's not Genova Chen. One of the two people from that game company is making Abzu, but that game company itself is not making it. Huh. And yeah. I thought I knew everything. But you're, you are technically right. Like It's still made by like one of the lead designers yeah. of uh, that those franchises. I'm but. a huge fan of The Unfinished Swan, um, and I'm excited to see what Giant Sparrow does next. Um, I think it's called uh, 
the Tomorrow Children, maybe? That's yes. a different game. So, the Tomorrow Children is that Minecraft. I thought that was a Final game. Fantasy movie. No, that's Advent Children. Um, it's there's I forget what it's called. <laughs> They're working on another game. Oh, the not the dis <clears throat> the disappearance of the uh, Carter. The no, that's already a game. Uh, no, what happened to Edith Fincher? No, I, the disappearance is, of Edith Fincher. Is it Edith Fincher? The Edith Edith vanishing of Ethan Carter and then the disappearance of what happened? I don't know. I'm gonna. Although aren't those, those, so aren't those both related though? Or? No, not at all. No, it, they just sound. The they same. both sound like they're set in the Twin Peaks universe. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. What happened to Edith Fincher? No, I don't, Maybe. I don't know. It's so funny, but I like those kind of Sony exclusives. Um, back in the day, I, I was. Medieval, it's actually a movie. I know. Medieval, I do love. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, but I also really loved um, like Crash and Spyro and stuff as well. Oh yeah. Um, but I, big Insomniac fan over here. Insomniac is my favorite. Um, my favorite Sony studio, um, even though they're not owned by Sony. Um, favorite published. second party mm -hmm. Sony studio. Um, what about Santa Monica? Oh, what remains of Edith Finch? Yeah, yeah. What's oh. left of Edith Finch. What um? It's weird. You brought up San. I brought up. I just brought up Santa Monica. I feel so bad. I keep cutting you guys off. That's no, okay. Off. Um, there you go, dead man. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> What's left to Santa Monica? Ooh, you yeah. never. You never played the game. Um, we were just talking about uh, ending prophecy. prophecy. Yeah, but. Uh, so, uh, Theory of a Dead Man does <laughs> half the soundtrack to that game. Uh, David bad Cage bad is a time. huge Theory of a Dead Man. Now I'm not gonna. I'm definitely not gonna. French people like it Dude, it's a, it, that game. That game. Is uh, that's great. It's, it's so good. Did it touch um, you in many ways? It did. Many places. There's some simulated sex in the PS2 era, and it's awkward. I, I know. It's, it's like it's so like polygonal. Carla Valentine and. Uh, yeah. I feel like anytime there's sex in video Luke, games it's Luke, or in movies, Luke's it's just awkward. Um, what I was going to say, Citizen Kane. What is you, what's your what, favorite what is your, game? Um, that's a great question. Uh, Ratchet and Clank Tools of Destruction. Good answer. One yes. of my top ten favorite games of all time. Really? Yep, my favorite Ratchet I game. I can't not pick Resistance 3. Oh god, Resistance. We need another Resistance, but that's all... The fact that I asked what your favorite Insomnia game was, and I don't think you went through the Resistance franchise in your head, is the reason why we don't have... No, no, I did. It okay. was the second thing I went through. So I went overdrive. <laughs> I went through... That game is so good! It's so fun. It's alright. But, like, like it's okay. Really, Chad? It's fun, Is it because they didn't release for Sony? Absolutely not. Okay, okay. Absolutely Fair. not. <laughs> I, um... I played it on my friend's Xbox One, and I was like, this game is so much fun. And then I... It's I, floaty. I played it... I don't think it's floaty. I think it's tight. It's a little floaty. It's floaty. I played it on my Xbox One, and I was like, I think they're trying too hard with this game. Really? Yeah, I think they're See, trying like too hard. I they were hard. just doing what they wanted to do. Like, sometimes I feel like with the Ratchet games, they feel like they're going through the motions. <clears throat> and even, like, Resistance 2 felt like they were doing what they had to do. Like, Sunset Overdrive feels like they just... Took the DNA of the studio and just did what they wanted to do. Like it has the crazy weapons. It has like Tony Hawk like grinding. Like it's literally like it if does. you took Tony Hawk's American Wasteland and like Ratchet and Clank three and Row. just mashed them together. Yeah. Like and it's, it's so good. I um no, I don't know, man. No, no, no one no. likes Saints Row. Yeah, it's true. I don't think any of the critics in the world really really like Saints Row that much. A lot of people think it's fun. It's just stupid fun. Like. Yeah, I think that's why you like it. You because it's just like no, it's like dumb, stupid fun. It really, okay, I things can it. be good. I and haven't dumb played it since like um, that reelected, reelected. You know the yeah, PS4 remaster came yeah. out. Um, but like when that when five comes out, I'll play it. But no, it's a dumb franchise. It's stupid. GTA takes itself seriously. Saints Row doesn't. Well, and that's the thing. I think when GTA jokes, it does it with like a levity to it. It's still serious, you know. It's still like adult humor, but like. 
political humor, where Saints Row is just like butternuts, squash, poop. dubstep gun, dubstep. Gun. That was the best part of that game, in my opinion. Movies, titties, Sasquatch balls, etc. You know, <laughs> that's a great oh, band accent. That's a Ruby great titties, Sasquatch balls, etc. <laughs> Trademark. That's what mailboxes. That's what mailboxes are named too. Yeah. Um, I'm all Greg. I'm I'm all Greg. That's I can't not, do it as good that's as that's not. You. That's Mighty Boosh. Mighty. Um. If I drink Bailey's from a shoe. <laughs> our group, our group chat, which has been not not very uh, lively lately, is both is basically just old Greg pictures we find on the internet. Pretty much. Um, the <laughs> other day, I can't remember the exact layout of the. Um, the exact layout of the group chat but the other day i had my speaker i was taking a nice relaxing bath with a candle lit and i was listening to a podcast on my speaker and uh it said new text message from siri did and, and it, it said new text message from the group <laughs> flame 100 symbol chicken head video game controller recording now french fry chicken 100 flame what time tomorrow, guy? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes. <laughs> she 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 read it out. That's awesome. That was fantastic. That's so cool. Oh, there's my friend. Hey, Jimmy. Ah, uh, Jimmy just got off work. This is our friend Jimmy Horn. Say hi, Jimmy. I think he brought. Say hi, Jimmy. Oh hi. Oh, I think he brought. Well, I thought you were less alcohol than usual and more containers. We're we're recording a podcast. You want to be on it? Oh, for what? Uh, Video games. Well, we can do a secondary podcast. It's also about non. Where did you keep that? Keep what? That pack of cigarettes. In my spanks. Oh, okay. In my spanks. Yes, because I'm classy. In my spanks. That's a good band name too. In my spanks. In my spanks. Um, but I just want to. I just. I just want this to just happen. This is a this is a good time. I actually saved the chair for Jimmy if he decides to join us. <laughs> Jimmy, is that Rolling Rock? It is. I love Rolling Rock. It's no, you don't. You just like the angry video game nerd. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy, do you want to come over and say some really offensive stuff? Oh. I'm going to go ahead and, and say before he sits down, I have a chair for you over here if you'd like to sit in. Yeah, um, I prefer that chair. I thought so. Um, I gotta... Touch me again. Oh. Oh. Okay, it's okay for you. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go ahead and say, in case we tune out now or things get really filthy, um, thanks for listening to episode four yes. of the YB Games cast, and uh, we'll catch you next time, guys.